Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to Achtung Momo, broadcasting from the beautiful South Bermondsey. Accept no substitute. Wild card is what happens elsewhere. That's beyond our 
Wolves have their own party mode, having been promoted already in midweek. That was a 1-0 win over Nottingham Forest. We have to hope that that uh, sense of being on the Bournemouth beach is retained in their starting 11 this afternoon. Let's keep our fingers crossed, Lizzers. Milk will be kicking us off, attacking the, uh, I don't know what end that is, the vitality end, the, the, not the park end, the other end. And away we go, dear listeners, it all comes down to this. Fantastic travelling support this afternoon, listeners. does well, big debate about Benningophobia, is he or isn't he a signing worth having, I believe he is where do you stand in this? I think he's got that quality touch that we we lack traditionally as a club have lacked but I do agree, it sometimes doesn't do doesn't do the work which is the uh, the normal way of course but he's certainly a signing I would make we wait to see. It's going to be a very short summertime, seat close season this year with the uh, early start to next year with World Cup looming. It'll be an odd break in the season. From our point of view, this is all about the result. It's a win. Um, goals would be nice, but I don't think we can set ourselves that kind of target, listeners. All this may sound very ironic when you get to hear the show post-result, but there we are. That's how it seems to me. Two minutes into the game. Lovely midfield tackle there by Billy. Gives Benning a phobia a chance to break. This is a little touch back. Billy Mitchell's in the middle. He's done well to retain possession for the lines there. Middle pressing forwards. Ryan then are playing in a more of a defensive role. So I think I've got him in midfield in my pre-match assessment. He's been playing more defensively this afternoon. Ball down the left. This is Benigophobia on the left now. Ticking towards the third minute. He cuts in. That's going to be a free kick from Millwall. Chance to cross the ball. Set piece. I'm uh, parked in a, a shopping centre just down the road from the... About, about five, ten minute walk down the road. Um, really struck by the gentility. I mean, I, lo- I love Bournemouth and, and that, this whole South Coast area anyway. It's a really, really nice area. But uh, it always seems a very odd place for there to be a professional football club in the midst of the, um, the you know, the tweenness and the gentility of suburbia. Ball in from the left now from the free kick. Deep, deep, deep. That's headed back. Cross goal bouncing around. Mason Bennett's won the ball back there. Millwall playing a full throttle at the moment. That's going to go for a goal kick. Goal kick. Historically, Bournemouth were Bournemouth and Boscombe Athletic. They changed their name in the early 70s, and uh, which had the, uh, I don't know, the hidden effect or the intended effect of moving them to the front of every football yearbook from B to A. I still think of them as Bournemouth and Boscombe. Ted McDougall, he was there because he went to Manchester United, I remember. I haven't been to this new ground. It's quite a neat little stadium, the Vitality Stadium. Four, four basic stands, basically. Ba- too many basicles in that sentence. Four, four stands, quite neatly done. I think about 12,000 capacity, so not, um, not 
one of the game's cauldrons, but, but quite a nice, neat little setup. Ticking towards 10 minutes, this is Millwall pressing forwards. It's been largely speaking Millwall possession this opening 10. Not seen anything yet from, from Bournemouth. That said, they are a, a decent side, as we know. It's a nice little attempt at a one two on the right side of the box there. That's going to be brought out by the defender, but good work there. Makes it into a throwing on 10 minutes. A lot of replica shirts I noticed in and around the, the uh, Dean Court Stadium here. Was almost put in the path. Lions um, defence to the line by the sea of its pants there, but somehow we put it off. But then Murray is dispossessed. Now come Bournemouth again on the right side. The mill penalty area. Shot from the edge of the penalty. That's gently angled over the bar. 15 minutes. Yeah, a lot of um, replica shirts. This is replica shirt city all around it. It's all very nice and twee. But a lot of. Um, club shop, they must make a fortune in their club shop business, absolute fortune long ball forwards the 11's through on goal, that's a great save there by Barfield Kuski touch completely beaten to the punch there by that uh, 32 37 by the 11 the shot lacked power and Bart did well to get his um, body in the way, all getting beaten now by the Ball over the top, calls offside, not given there. This is the 33 on the on the left side. This is 26 from distance. Mill block it, and nine. Mill can see the corner. Left sided corner. 20 minutes into the game, Mill keeping possession. Nice, it's a long, long ball. Finds Danny Mack on the right side. Ball headed in towards. Ooh, almost runs through to a foamy there, just at the last taken away by the Bournemouth defence. 22 minutes into the game this is for the quarter of the game gone right early start for Mill now fading to increasing chances for Bournemouth to, to break the ball's out from defence over the top of the Mill defence and we're getting a little bit caught for pace at times that's a ball forward from right there no one chasing unfortunately Mill not quite clicking Preston have beaten Middlesbrough right here from my, my source here come uh, Bournemouth this is the 11, he's looked dangerous, another little shot in, blocked nicely by Jake Cooper. Back to uh, the 32, a little, a little bit sluggish in defence here at the moment, listeners. We do need to get it away, it's gone for a throw in. We're going to have a nervous breakdown, listeners, following these scorelines all afternoon. We're breaking now, just on the right side of the mill penalty area. Some white, white shirts flood back. I mean, I will say we've defended well so far, listeners. Been caught a couple of times. But then you'd expect them to, to be a decent side. They're a promotion-winning side. Um, played well all season. So, um, you know, we are up against it. I don't think this is 100% a first-choice 11 for Bournemouth. But it's not a far show of it. They've got some good players in reserve, clearly. So, you know, we, we are up against it here today. Last two seconds and a half now, Danny Mack on the right. We've not done enough to unlock this, this uh, Bournemouth defence this half, listeners. Can't believe it won't be too long before we see J uh, Jed Wallace for the second half. It's Jake, Jake Cooper down there, this is Benigaphobi. Saddle goes tumbling. What's the referee given? Half time is what he's given. Nil-nil. Um, lot of effort, Millwall, lot of scuffle. 
pressing, pressing, pressing. We've been um, ridden that luck a little at times. Some of the balls out from the Bournemouth defence have been nice and of course a little flat-footed, but otherwise nil-nil at the break. Let's have a look at the other scorers, the crucial. Sheffield United 3, Fulham 0, come towards half-time. Preston 2-0 now up against Middlesbrough. Luton 0-0, that's the crucial result now, listeners. Luton 0, Reading 0. Achtung, Mehlball. Skullduggery, apparently, at uh, Luton, listeners. Just had a quick look on my iPhone to see the goalkeeper dropping the ball very, very casually in front of Luton striker for 1-0 one, one to Luton, which obviously destroys our season. Um, probably best to say no more than it looks very, very uh, unusual. Keefton Beld coming on. What, what, what madness is this, listeners? The second half. Again. Very odd. You can hear the reaction. is a club sponsored chant. There's a big scream of a fan calling out Red Army. Which the crowd responds to. I know we may not be involved now in the playoffs the way it's looking at the moment, but thank God that's not our club listeners. That's a bit of a buzzkill to start the second half off with. Don't understand that substitution. There may be a reason for it. I don't understand. I don't know why we're not seeing Jed Wallace. I know the uh, circumstances of the uh, results are not going our way at the moment, but we've still got to play to what's in front of us. And unless we win today, we're going nowhere, listeners. It's a steward trying to prevent the erection of a, of a flag, a flag. As you can tell, he's got no hair. Jake Cooper trying to find a hope, he does. This is now Keithton Bell. Burke, ball into the middle, cut out the last by the five, nice move Millwall, more like it listeners, better start, there he is, at last, 56 minutes, he's going to have 34 minutes to try and change things out there listeners. This will give a chance for Jed to come in. Mason Bennett's coming out, but it's what Jed's coming in. Will this be his last appearance in the middle shirt? Ball breaks on the left side. 32's made a great run into the box. That's slid across the face of the middle goal. We dodge a bullet there, Desmond. Just short of the 60th minute. Ball was going out of play, but really nice pick up by the 32. I think it was surging run into the mill penalty area and then a ball across the face of the six yard box. Still in play down that far end. It's hoof clear in the end by Millwall. Betting the phobic. Can he take and turn? He can. He's been clipped. Referee lets play flow. This is a chance of Bournemouth 1 0. The 11. 
edge of the penalty area. Oh, he's offside. <laughs> there must have been an offside in there, listeners. I couldn't tell you where from. Disallowed. Do slightly feel the game is ebbing away from us, slightly. goes flying in from a loose ball. The 15 must have it out with him. Yellow car for Keithton Bell as he went in studs up. He's going to do it hurt him and he has hurt him I think. 67 minutes. Touch of the psycho about Michael Keithton Bell listeners isn't there? As it stands the table showing us in 8th position. Luton on 75 so 5 points short of the um, playoff spots in the end listeners. Just 20 minutes of this to play. I know the uh, fat lady isn't singing yet, but that's where it is at the moment. Here comes Saville. He's got Jed overlapping him. Balls into the box. That's too close to the goalkeeper, unfortunately. I don't normally go for a game checking other teams' scores, listeners. It's quite a strange, nerve-wracking experience. Although that goal at Luton has pretty much deflated the afternoon from the mill perspective. An eighth position is, is looming for us at the moment, if this stays the same. Not a bad finish, one that um, probably at the start of the season we might have said will be a good, a good result for a club of our size and resources. I suppose having the... Um, this is Tom Bradshaw coming in now, 73rd minute. Burke coming out. Having the prospect of playoff football tantalisingly close to us, it does seem like a sense of disappointment, but uh, we probably shouldn't look at it that way. Big summer ahead, it's going to be interesting to see if Gary Rowett um, stays, in my opinion, we don't know that, we presume that, and what form the rebuilding will take for, for the club. There's the real penalty here, the nine. 21 with him, 75 minutes they're passing the ball backwards and forwards with some freedom that went across the face of the goal, 37 now just shot on, headed away by, I think that was Hutchinson Obscure song there, listeners. I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> lyrics, the lyrics eluded me. 77 minutes. Makes Joe Saddle in midfield now. 78 minutes. This is Jed Wallace from distance. Will he have a go? He will. Wide left. No daisy cutter shot. Worth a go. Quickly taken throwing. The uh, Bournemouth attack are completely in front of the middle uh, defence. It should be a goal. Yeah, it's one nil. Mill pressing forwards, chasing a goal. Got caught on a break, it's 1 0 Bournemouth. Well, there it is, listeners. If it wasn't confirmed already, it's doubly confirmed. As the gentleman in front of me says, the dream is indeed over. <laughs> if it ever was real, it was a chimera. It was a vision, a piece of cheese in the dark. A dream from within a dream. 18 minutes on the clock.
Savage caught on the ball. He's going to get a yellow card for that. Pulled his man down there when he's caught on the ball. Ball dwelling on the ball. Local constabulary have lined up in front of us. I'm not for sure why. I haven't seen any moves to invade the pitch. Bournemouth still with uh, possession on the middle penalty, edge of the middle penalty area. Trying to work space for a shot. That's hoof clear in the end. No one really has stood out as a mega good performance today, listeners, for me in the team. It's been a lot of effort. It's been, um, you know, plenty of pressing. We had no no cutting edge worth the name. We've not created any chance of springs to mind other than from long throws, and even then there were only half half chances at best. Um, hard to pick a man of the match, but for sheer effort, I think. Um, all the usual suspects, Danny Mack, Ryan Leonard has done well today, but none have really shone. I suppose it's worth reminding ourselves that Bournemouth are a promoted side. Very good side. And we've, we've more than um, held our own, apart from that late goal. We saw a ball across our own, but just gone for a corner. Very odd. Conceding a corner on the left side. Almost passed it into his own net, in, in effect. Well, it makes any difference to us. But I like to add this detail in for completeness' sake, listeners. Otherwise, you'll be thinking this is a less than professional show. Second wave of reinforcements now for the coppers. They're doubled up like it's Rook's drift down there, listeners. There it is. Bobber 1-0-0. In the end, Millwall were not good enough. Uh, we fell short. I think that's been the lesson of the season. Uh, a late surge caused a bit of excitement in the season. We got close, but in the end, not enough quality. So there we are, listeners. That's going to be our coverage from Dean Court, also now known as the Vitality Stadium for health and life assurance with Vitality. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
Achtung, Millwall. Welcome back, dear listeners. Joining me on the show now to chew over the cud from yesterday's 1-0 loss and eventual ninth place position in the championship are the it's a stellar cast actually it's it's the it's the originals it's the uh it's the classic lineup from love sport radio all those years ago joining me is star of bbc's radio 5 live and many other formats mr aaron paul welcome to the show aaron really come in you're all right good mate and the notorious hw mr harry warren how are you h yeah, I'm good. Notorious, yes, Notorious. yes. I think infamous would be. Infamous. Would be I, I got forwarded a, a, a post from a, from a source um, where people are talking about our show on on a, a famous Millwall website. Going on about that Harry fellow who won't have won't have Gary Rowett at all, and have, have we got an anti Rowett agenda on our show? Which um, I personally don't. But you know, it's good. It's better to be talked about than not to be talked about. As Oscar, at Wilde least we can spell his name. <laughs> I mean, that's a plus, mate. <laughs> Chaps, it's over. The dream died down there on the uh, south coast. Or did it die with that very odd goal for Luton um, against Reading? I mean, we needed a win yesterday, Aaron, and we were never really in sight of, of a win at any stage, I felt. Yes, it was quite a, quite a um, contained performance, I think is one way to put it. Yesterday. How did you see yesterday's show? Yeah, drop points. It's, yeah. it's drop points elsewhere, Nick. You know, you can't sort of leave it to the final day. No, you can't. Birmingham game. We've got the Swansea game at the Den. Middlesbrough at the Den. Yeah. Um, many, many performances that, that, that season. There were so yeah. many Forest, games. Forest at home last minute. Yeah. Last uh, minute all the way. You know, Hate like, get like Bristol, Bristol City, who, let's be fair, shit. You know, yeah. you just look at these and you sit. And, and I was talking to someone from the club yesterday. And I'm like, oh God, if only there was a late goal there, or like, you know, you know, manage to sort of scrape something here, scrape something there, you, you'd be able to get it. But there, there's obviously like a lot of emotion at the end of the game yesterday. I found myself quite sort of like upset at the final whistle. I don't know if it was a case of watching Jed do his thing over yeah. on the far side, which was quite yeah. emotional. Yeah. Or the fact that obviously, you know, the, the dream is over because as Harry will know, I've been sat dreaming about it for about five days now. <laughs> you know, we've been like fantasizing about different, like sort of, you know, like ideas in our head about Millwall getting into the playoffs. Um, it's just, it's just that simple thing. And you know, spoke to Gary Rout after the game, and one journalist asked him, "What was it?" And I just looked at him. I looked at him, and he looked at me, and I just had this look on my face to say, "If you can't tell what it was, you know, no one will know." And he said the same old thing. We need a 25 goal a season striker. Yeah. And everyone is searching for that. You know, everyone wants that player. Where it's... do you find that player? Yeah, where do you find that player? I mean, I, I, I agree with Harry. I mean, you were watching it. I know you saw a stream of it yesterday. Um, I mean, I don't particularly want to turn this into a, a, a criticism of, of the starting lineup. There have been some odd choices at various times, and some will say that's, 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 um, a down on Gary Rowett in a sense. I mean, I know you've been a critic of him. Mm-hmm. and I didn't quite understand why no Tom Bradshaw to start us. Yes, there may have been tactical reasons I didn't quite absorb up there in the stand. But um, we never really looked like we were going to get anywhere close yesterday. I mean, it, it, for a big situation, we, we I think I remember one header with Hutchinson in the first half that looped over the crossbar, free header. 
and it just went got away from him. Apart from that, I don't remember anything at all across the whole game. Yeah, I think I think they're a good side, don't they? They've been promoted no, for a reason. Yeah, um, yeah. They sort of they are things that we don't have, and this is if you actually take the Millwall motion out of it. I tried to watch yesterday when the results the other uh, elsewhere weren't going our way, and it was kind of quite obvious that we, you know, you know, Sheffield United going four new up in sort of well, they went three new up in twenty minutes, so that was done. So then yeah. you were looking for Reading to perform miracles for you, really. Yeah. Um, and what Bournemouth have that we don't have is the way that it's not necessarily the way they move the ball. It's not the style of play. It's what they do when they've got the ball and they've got players that can get on the ball and they move with the ball and they go through the gears together as a team. And that's their pattern of play. What Millwall have got, we've got a lot of effort. We've got a lot of hard work. No one can question that. What we lack is a little bit of creative quality that it comes from, not just the manager, but that also comes from the players that we've got. Um, we're very reliant on Jed. That's obvious. Ollie Burke is a different type of winger than Jed. Um, very, very pacey. Uh, I think he had his best game yesterday. Yeah, I think he. I think he did have a good game. Um, yeah. And I think the 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 thing is, as you said, the the Hutchinson chance is the chance. You mm. go one thing up, you've got mm. something to defend. And mm. I think that's really that's Gary Rowett's favoured way of playing football is to get that chance and to take that chance. I don't necessarily agree with him when he says that we need a 25 goal a season striker. I just don't think we create enough to have a 25 goal a season striker. I saw a table, um, an XG table, a Millwall 15th. That's not good enough. If you want to be a playoff side, that's not good enough. And that's what he wants us to be. So I've got a, I've got a question actually. I, I, I didn't mean to seize on the word, but that you, you, you said there, Harry, um, that's a, his favourite style or something. I can't remember how you put it now, but yeah. is is that is that not canny management of a of a fairly average second uh, championship squad? Nearly called it the second division, listeners. Let's go back. So a championship squad, a fairly you know, it's, it's not the best hand of cards. That any you know, when you look at our opponents. I mean, clearly Fulham and Bournemouth are able to play a style with players of a different level to what we can muster. But is Gary Rowett therefore making the best of the hand of cards that he's been dealt or should he, could he be playing a more open, attractive attacking style and win win two games, lose one game and that would that propel us further up the table in some way? Is it you know, or is it, or is it that we we have to make do with what we have? Uh, I don't I th- put that particularly well, but you know what? Yeah, I, mean. I, th- I think I think he's uh, he's I think it's a bit chicken and the egg. You can't moan about the. Um, I've been watching a lot of stuff on Brian Clough recently for just something mm. that I've been doing, and um, good choice. Cl- well, Cluffy Cluffy used to say about it's his job to entertain people. It's his mm. job for his sides to entertain people. Now, you look the other week when we had Peterborough at home and we sold the top end of the uh, the North Stand, as it's called, or the yeah, upstairs yeah, way. Yeah, way end, yeah. Right? If you want extra money and you want bums on seats, you're going to have to play a more attractive brand of football because people's money doesn't go as far as it did six weeks ago in this cost-of-living crisis that we're in. You've got to, you've got to play cut your cloth accordingly and going and watching a dour, attritional 1-0 championship win, you know, isn't going to suit everyone. I totally can't knock Gary Rowett's achievements. I can't. And I'm not going to sit here and knock his achievements in where they're finished. However, I don't think he compromises 
enough when we go away from home against, for instance, your Blackpools, your Peterboroughs, at home against Swansea. He doesn't seize upon us. There seems to be a little bit, and that's the only real criticism. And that's so important at our club because you have to play and beat beat the budget by doing that, if you know what I mean. And he's a great manager other than that. Yeah. But that's the thing that lets him down. That's the thing that I'm worried about going into this next season. I mean, Aaron, that's 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 the eternal football uh, dilemma, isn't it? I mean, the, the Don Revy functional. You're not here to be entertained. You are here to watch a result, a 1-0 win for Leeds back in the 70s. Or the Brian Clough, as Harry's put it, you're here to be entertained. <laughs> and maybe yeah, you'll win, I, I, win one, I, you'll lose one. I don't know. I, don't know. I've got so many points to make on on sort of this whole topic. You know, we talk about managers and we look at philosophies and stuff. And Gary Rout's philosophy is to play defensive football and to to make sure you are solid at the back first. He obviously, you know, played as a defender. He's very well coached and yeah. very well drilled in that aspect. It's pragmatic football at its best with, you know, hard working qualities. The more important thing over sort of like out and out talent. And that's why we see the best of Jed because... He's got both. He's he's a hard worker. He'll graft. You know, you see him everywhere. Yeah. But then he pulls out that bit of quality and, and people appreciate that. I think the struggle that we, we've found is that, obviously, as Harry says, you know, you go away from home to a, a lesser side and you want to change shit up and you want to go mm. and say, right, let's, let's attack them and let's change things. The problem is you can't, that manager won't do it. The manager won't change things up because it goes against his style, against his philosophy, the way he's coaching things. Now, going back to yesterday and, and just looking at sort of, you know, the way that Millwall attacked, I don't think it was about the manager, Harry, personally. I think you've got a group of players there who haven't spent enough time with each other, who aren't going to spend much time with each other, who don't really care. The likes of a phobe will go back Burke will go back. Luke Freeman's not playing. You've got a lot of loanies in there. You've got a lot of people that, you know, are are out of contract. I'm not saying they don't care in that sense, but I'm saying you look at the loanies. Why are they going to get to know a teammate, work on patterns of play, et cetera, et cetera? Nick, you were there. How many times was a Fobe put in through and his time was his his, time, his run was mistimed? Yeah. How many times? We didn't the amount well. of times he got on the ball, mistimed, yeah. mistimed, 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 or he slipped. Or he couldn't quite latch onto a ball. Or, you know, someone's trying to get something going like a Burke and they're, they're not quite in sync. We weren't quite clicking. That. No, I agree. Well, look, you know, think think back to, you know, the, the days of some of the great Millwall strike forces. There were combinations. There were people that worked together. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Historically, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, there, there were people that worked together. You know, Morrison and Harris worked together so well. Morrison and Gregory worked together so well. You think about these people, they 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 work together, they they are sort of like paired, if you like. And the problem is there's too many individuals in that team right now where there's question marks above their heads. It's gonna be a massive summer, a massive summer. There's obviously question marks over the manager's head as well. Yeah. Will he stay? Will he go? I spoke to him after the game and he, he said he needs a holiday. He loves this club, that's what he said. But you know, his family live quite far away. What well, they're up mean? in the Midlands, aren't they? Derby. Yeah, and the yeah he's based on yeah, the Derby way. That's where he comes from. And he's got a young family. And, you know, we're seeing the toll that the past two and a half years has taken on people who work in football. I'll be honest with you, I'm fucking knackered. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I agree. Years. Yeah. 
it's 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 been crazy. You know, we talked about it yesterday about how everything just feels like one block for us. You know, and yes, we're very lucky we work in the game, but it zaps everything out of you. And you look at someone like Tony Mowbray, a very strong character, and he's turned around and said, I just want to spend time with my kids. I want to spend time with my boy. And, and Gary said the same thing. He said he's got a 13-year-old who he barely sees and he wants to give some time to him, but he he wants to take this club to the next level. The question mark is, is that with the financial situation at the club, with the, you know, the way they operate and the way they do things and the way they have to cut their cloth to ensure that they're not doing stupid stuff, yeah. like other clubs are, how hard is this window going to be? What difficulty, difficulty level are we going to find out? Well, it's got to be hard because of the narrowness of the window itself. I mean, the next season starts on July the 30th, and as we're recording this now, it's May the, May the, May the 8th. So, so I think I've counted that up earlier on this afternoon, listeners, when I was slightly uh, at a loose end. That's 81 days. That's really not very long at all by anyone's standards. I mean, I, I, I take the point with Gary Rowe. I mean, I, I've said a few times, I don't know whether this is my seventh son of a seventh son instinct, but I, I do wonder if you've got young family, a 13-year-old boy, there we are, a very tender age where, you, you know, the, the, the boy will need his dad around. And I think Rowett lives in a, a rented flat down here somewhere. I think it might not be far from where I live. Um, and he goes back home when he can. And that's got to be a strain. I think we can all relate to that. Um, so I do think it's a big summer. I also think he's he's an honourable man. I, I know that we've, you know, it's been a tough season and there's been some, uh, the, everyone remembers the Peterborough game where it's your football is shit, uh, Gary Rowett. Um, but I, I do think it's, I do think he, he, he does give, he does give a shit. Um, do you think? I, yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I, I think he does. I, I think that, um, I think the balance between family, family, and and work is a tough one. We all have that to face in our working lives, but to be living away when you're, you know, I'm sure he's doing financially very well. Don't get me wrong, listeners, but I can I can imagine that it would cross your mind at least. I mean, it cross everyone's mind, H, wouldn't it? That you know, if you've got kid, uh, family up, up there in Derby, and you're living in London constantly, it must it must be a factor you'd look, weigh up. Look, everyone wants to work where they're from. The, the fact is that Gary Rowick's stock has not gone down by taking the Millwall football job. His stock was as low as it was going to get after being sacked by Stoke. He comes to this job, he's taking the job, he's got the club to two decent finishes, three decent finishes. But there are jobs available, and there are jobs available. Well, there will be, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Blackburn, Blackburn screams Gary Rowett to me. That literally screams Gary Rowett. Um, and let's be honest, if you get to do the same job closer to home for probably more money, are you going to turn it down? Well, as, as you know, uh, people talk about football. It's just a job. It is a job. At the end of the day, you go to work, you put f- food on your family's table, which is kind of what we're saying. And do I think the Blackburn squad is worse than ours? Probably not. Do I think the job's more difficult? Maybe because their owners aren't particularly the easiest people to get on with. Um, and we have a very, very decent owner. But, that, that you know, Gary Rowett's position is by the by for me. It's what we do recruitment-wise. We've got a lot of players out of contract. We're losing arguably the best player in the championship. Well, that'll be, uh, that, that'll, Gary Rowett's position will be linked with that um, because you're right, recruitment. I mean, I was just reading an article. I think it's on um, 
London News Online talking about the big summer. Aaron's referred to the big summer ahead. There's a big clear out. There's a lot of players that are at the end of, of the contract. Um, I mean, Gary Rowett and the recruitment will be either in his image, so to speak, or if if not, it's going to be um, <laughs> it's going to be um, in, in the image of somebody else. I mean, it won't give the club very long if if he does decide he doesn't want to carry on here. And who knows? We you know we are speculating this as we're not in any inside track here. But if he does move on, then it doesn't give the, the club this, time at all to find anyone, does it? Nick, this this summer's going to be broken up into three blocks. We're in the first block right now. It's basically to the end of playoffs, the end of the month. The next block is hirings, firing, sackings. The yep. next block, that, that sort of 30th of May to 30th of June. 30th of June is when all the players' contracts expire. Yeah. 30th of June to 30th of July is, right, everyone, let's go on a mad one and start signing players. You've got a lot of players in that middle squad who are leaving. I mean, I know Harry's probably done sort of a naked lap because Alex Pierce is leaving. You know, <laughs> he is buzzing. He is absolutely buzzing. I was just going to come Mahone, on to that, Harry. Him, <laughs> him, him Mahoney. There's, there's. Oh me, fuck me. I, I I mean, mean, the pro, the problem is, is that Millwall can't afford to carry Deadwood. The, the, the budget doesn't allow for it. I mean, what the fuck was he doing, giving him another year? Mental, absolutely mental. But he's I the Messiah. I, I can't I, slag I, him I, off. Apparently. I think the squad, the, the squad's small. You've got you've got to have some element of depth. I know you know we can't be kicking a ball around in the kids' pool. You, you're in the championship. It's a marathon. Well, sprint. injuries found out our small squad, Aaron, didn't they? I this mean, is a, this is a fallacy. This is a fallacy. It's cool. not true. We got our best results of the season when we had less players to pick from because choice of the average choice is worse at Millwall. Millwall play well with sixteen players. Right, they play well with a tight yeah, but that's not squad. sustainable, Harry. No, of course it's not. Of course it's not. But the players we brought in this season as squad depth were not good enough. They were not good enough. And and the players that are still there, the players, it's, it's no good replacing someone, I agree, like Pierce, if you're going to replace him with someone that's no better than him. Right? But when we replace people, the idea is to replace someone with someone better. It's not the idea is to replace someone with some shit northern... Championship journeyman. That's not what we want. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need George Evans. I don't need yeah. Alex Pierce. The I article want... mentions Alex Pierce. Moving right. On. I don't need fucking Luke Freeman to play twelve um, minutes. It's not good Michael, ideas. Michael Keithton Belt is also in the final weeks of his terms. I'm, they mentioned his I, name, so I'm going to guess he will be moving. I, I, you know what, I really liked at Birmingham, but God help me, I do not know what he's done at Melbourne. No Make that no. touch. That touch, that touch with the chance where Bournemouth, uh, where Bournemouth's keeper rolls it out to him, and he basically goes, "I've had a bad touch. I'm going to kill you." And over the honestly, another day he could have gone. Another another day he could have been sent. Well, I was surprised. He, 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 I mean, I, I agree because it's actually quite close to where I was standing yesterday, and I thought, "Blimey, that was that was a rash challenge, Michael Keevedon Belt." Um, and yeah, I thought he was quite lucky to stay because you've seen those shows. I mean, I wouldn't, as, as red, mind, you know? I wouldn't have even minded if he had like gone to have a shot, but it was like, what is this touch? It was neither a pass nor a you know, nor control. Just an interesting paragraph or two in the uh, in the uh news online interview is Gary Rowett talking about the budget of the club, and I think I, I mean, I've I, Put it in the bold area. So he says it's clear there's a big sum ahead for us, uh, and we might need a little bit of investment in one or two players. And then he goes along, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes 
It's that little bit of quality, boys, and un uh, unfortunately that's needed. And unfortunately, this division, that doesn't come cheaply. I'd love to say it does, but it doesn't. So I'm going to guess, Aaron, that much will depend on the depth of John Berylson's pockets in the sense of willing to go to a, a level that we probably haven't gone to previously in terms of investment in players. That's going to be maybe a determinant in whether Gary Rowett decides that he wants to continue or not. I think there's going to be a lot of value in the free market. Mm. There's going to be a lot of value in League One, League Two. A player I really hope they will sign is Jack Rodoni from Wimbledon because he's going to be going somewhere and I'd hope it'd be to a club like Millwall where he turns into a proper player. Football manager yeah. legend. Mate, Rudy's a, a, really, player. He's a really good yeah. player. You know, he's someone who who could become something really good. Yeah. But there's a lot of value in the freeze. You look around in the free market, a lot of players whose deals are expiring and it's about how quick you are off the mark to go and get these players and how urgently you want them. When you think about it now, how many defenders? Mill need a, mm, probably a fullback, a centre-half. How many midfielders? I don't know. <laughs> Not many. Uh, depends what kind of depends what kind of style we want to play, isn't it? Oh, they're playing. It depends on the style. Depends on, depends on it's, it's very it's it's a, it's going to be a very strange one. I'm going to guess, boys. I'm going to guess if Gary Rarett stays. Let's, let's let's work with that um, proposal that we're going to be um, we want to play a better style of the existing um, format, which is a contain. Mm -hmm. And hit on the break in in a, in a nutshell. I think that's that's the kind of um, contained border tears break. That's well, it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, effective. It is effective. It's, don't it's, don't it's, get me wrong. It, it's it gets only the games you win. How many you lose? I mean, we, yeah. we, we we went through phases this season where we didn't do uh, we, we didn't win enough, and that's 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 what's left us um, short. Five points short, I think, in the end, given given the last day's results, which is not a bad outcome, but we need to do better. Um, so I, I think that. It depends what I can't believe that he's going to turn into this kind of um, all out attack. Kevin Keegan of the late 1990s, where every player's coming in is going to be a striker, and you know, it won't that that's not going to be it. So it's going to be, I'm hoping, um, good players, better players than perhaps we have to play that kind of style. Um, I don't see it changing particularly, Harry. Do you? No, I don't see it changing. I, I. Millwall recruitment team. This is a direct challenge to the Millwall recruitment. Alex team. Aldridge is mentioned in this article. Alex it... Alex Aldridge has only been there again, probably a month. March. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah. So I'm hoping that Alex Aldridge has done a lot of work over the last month because, as Aaron says, Millwall the free market, and you look over at Luton, a team that finished above us at a budget that was smaller than us, which is a very rarity in this division. And look at what they've done in the transfer market. Look at the players they've got. Look at the style of play they play. Look at the pattern of play. Look at the way they play in terms of the way they transition. They are more entertaining to watch, I've got to be honest. They have been dour at times. And, you know, they're, they're finished in front of us. So don't tell me it can't be done. That's, well, that's the a, level that's a massive, that's a massive achievement. I mean, I think you've got to yeah. take your hat off to Luton Town, who finished in sixth spot. And, and all the things you've said are correct there, Harry. Um, but they're an unusual club in that sense. I'm just looking at all the other clubs that are above them and us in the table. I mean, Middlesbrough have missed out, Aaron, but you've got Sheffield United, Nottingham Forest, they're in the playoffs, Huddersfield. And then obviously the top two, I think we can probably quite neatly divide them away into a different bracket because of their their uh, parachute money. 
but you still do need. I mean, Luke Nora, an out, outstanding but unusual example. Yeah. Generally speaking, it's my money. Everyone, on. who was my tip? Luton. Luton, you're the guru. Much. You're the guru of the. Of you the said Big Nick would sort them out. And, you, <laughs> and that you know, was right. I want to, mate, pick up on, on the centre forward. Adebayo? Adebayo. Elijah Adebayo. You know, you look at him. Adebayo. A year ago, as a player, he was very rash. Every, like, you know, attempt, it was like a case of hit and hope, hit and hope, hit and hope. Now he looks like a real refined player. He looks like a world bit. He's a really, you know, old school, enjoyable forward. They have Adebayo on 17. He's their top scorer. Then That's Cornish. coaching, though, Nick. You know, that Cornish is... On 13. There's a 20-30 goal... That's, that's Mick Harford, and that uh, is, is is Cameron Jerome as well, yeah. because he's working don't, with someone like Cameron Jerome, and, and it, it works. Nick, don't forget what they added in midfield. Compared to us adding, I'm, I really feel sorry for the man, because I'm sure he's a lovely, lovely individual, mm. and everyone that, who sort of knows him has told me he's a nice man. But Mill adding George Evans right, and Gifton Bell, I'm comparing that to Luton adding... Emery Lansbury and Robert Snodgrass. Snodgrass is the one that struck me, yeah. Right? Um, so Snodgrass is going to whack you a delivery in between the two posts and go, go on then, head that. And he'll do it time and time and again. And yeah, he ain't got the legs. Well, it's yeah, funny you mentioned his name, quality. Harry, because I was struck yesterday by the poor quality of our crossing. I mean, I'm, you know, that it's been a great season for Danny Mack, but a number of times he got down the right side and the, the ball didn't beat the first defender. And that's... Contrast that, you know, you're right, Snodgrass, West Ham, and all the rest of it, Leeds, I think, as well. He lives, he lives, he's a quality he cross. Right, he lives right near me. He can, be, he can be to the training ground in 40 minutes. There is no reason that there was not, yeah. This is this is what anno- this is what annoys me. And I sit there and I look because I know how hard people work, I know how hard it is to go and scout people, hmm. right? Uh, but they've got all these tools. It, it, it just, I know we've got a budget, I know we have to work to the budget. This kind of mill is that there's a two way of thinking. Oh, we've always been in the second and third, so that's a really good result to finish where yep. we are. Which it right? is, yeah, yeah. Which it is in one sense, but football doesn't allow you to think that way because if you think that way, you get found out and you have a season like we did four years ago where we nearly got relegated, it's and that is enough. what we do. We do that cycle. Okay, no, it's all right. We've done all right, but I want us to do better than all right. I want I want us to be that team that gets there once. I just want to. Because if we got to the Premier League, this is what people don't understand. If we got there once, we'd be financially set. We wouldn't have to go through this struggle for the next five years. We'd be the next be Norwich. Able... We'd be the next Norwich. But I mean, it wouldn't, I'm it not wouldn't, looking be, like, it wouldn't probably yeah. be like that because we'd pay for this new training ground. We'd be able to attract the youngsters from the local area that go to all these other clubs because we'd have some form of actual facilities to entice them to go there. All the background stuff you need to be an elite club, we'd be able to do with one year there. We wouldn't even have to go into like we go there. There's no point in trying to compete off one promotion to the Premier League. So we might as well wipe, wave the white flag and have our den days when Pep turns up and we call him a cunt at the Millwall Cafe or whatever. And it be and it just would be what it was. And we'd go there and we'd get pumped and that's fine. And then we'd come down and we'd be better financially for the experience and we'd be able to build again. And we just we'll need see. one. We'll we see. just need Big. to understand that. It doesn't mean that we've got to go and sign ex-Premier League players to add quality. I really don't want to see that this summer. I really. It's interesting. I'm just looking down the list of um, Luton players. I mean, we've mentioned Adebayo and Cornick. Some of these players are relatively unknown names. I know they've come to the fore this season, but then lurking in seventh, joint seventh top scorer, 
is one Fred on, on your Dinworth, a bit of a car, you know, man can't stay up, but he's made a comeback. So you've got to take your hat off to to that kind of um, approach. Someone that's playing a wing back, Nick. Yeah. 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 We will see. But a big summer lies ahead. System. Very, very simply. Who do we uh, fancy to go up in the playoffs? Huddersfield versus Luton, Nothing Forest versus Sheffield United. Who are you taking, H, out of that grouping to, to, to win H- through? Huddersfield. Huddersfield? Uh, do you think Forest. so? I would have thought Forest, Forest Aaron, personally. You, you agree? Yeah. Just yeah, on, on scale. I think they're also close. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll find out, if, I suppose. If it does, Harry, they come back and they win the league next year. Oh, yeah. If they don't go up this season, they're I'm winning the league. Do not league. get me absolutely wrong. I hope they go up because I can't deal with having Leeds and Forest in the, in the division next season and having to watch it on Sky maybe custom out to me cutting my ears off Vincent van Gogh style. Leeds, Leeds Watford and Norwich. I mean, they would all they would all expect to be contenders with their parachute payments, won't they? I mean, Norwich have done it before. Watford have done it before. And, and Leeds will now put themselves in that same category. And I'm, I'm presuming they're going will to they be... Will they keep Jesse March? That's the question. Sorry. There we are. Big summer ahead. Um, I think we've probably explored every nuance of what... Um, what can and can't be, or maybe will or won't be. We now have to wait and see the story unfold. What, what are you going to be doing this summer, Uncle Nick? I've <laughs> got a few kind of history shows and whatnot to do. I'm going to take it easy for a little bit, um, Aaron. To be honest, it's you know I don't work on the same scale as you do in the in the, in the trade, so to speak. But it's nice to have a bit of a break, and um, I'll probably be bored after a week. But we'll see how it goes. But at the moment, I think I'm just going to take a little time of not podcasting quite as much as we as we have done over the season but I, I think you do miss it quite quickly um football I think it, you know it's it, it, a few days without it and you start to wonder what you you know you want to get the buzz back again don't you what are you going to do I mean you're you're you're, you're yeah you're you're um all, all sports now aren't you you're doing yeah. tennis this year the, the bit of tennis this year we'll do a bit of tennis hopefully get a holiday at Ooh. some point Maybe two if I'm lucky. Um, just sneak away somewhere. I don't know. Need a holiday, I think, Uncle Nick. Great but yeah. I end of season social, which will be fun. Yeah, that'll be in, in June 18th. You know, if you if you've received an invite, RSVP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Harry? You're you're gonna be a busy boy, you so you're just saying off air, um, with your with your uh, football development. Yeah, yeah, busy season, off season. Yeah. I think we're up to obviously started working last October, so there's a lot of stuff that we needed to sort out in the season. You can't really do that while you're grinding every every Sunday. So, you know, um big summer for us, if I'm being honest. Bit bit like Millwall, no budget against um teams <laughs> with five times the amount of money to spend than we do. So um I, yeah. I don't exactly what it is, but there's a lot of that you can beat with hard work, I'll be totally honest. There is a lot of lot of badly spent money in football. So Time, time is the thing that you can't. Everyone's got the same amount of time. Absolutely, absolutely. I want to say thank you to everyone, all the guests on the show this season, the the various guests. We tried to bring a few different voices on the show over the course of the season, but my mainstays, my my, uh, my, my the core of my show. Um, well, I've got six names here. The the the, the, the secret six. Yeah, that's. Um, for the history stuff, Neil Fistler. It's been really interesting doing some of those shows with Neil. He's a very knowledgeable guy, and um, it's been really enjoyable 
doing that. Also, a huge thank you to Michael Avery for his assistance with the grassroots stuff. We've been really interesting. Hey, 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 fathers for justice. Fathers for justice. <laughs> he's been prepared to go to real grassroots stuff, and I've balked at some of the real grassroots stuff he's been to. But um, I really love what he's doing now, and he's going to carry on next season. Um, Ryan Loftus, he's not, not been on the show for a little bit, Ryan. Lofty. Um, lofty, but we will get him back soon. Um, he brings a very different um voice to the show and i like it and that's what the show is all about that's why we try and do this same as mr mike hayden who's away in boston i believe he said at the moment with, uh... he's gone to ask john berylson for a few more quid yeah that would be nice if you're out there mike if you're listening i will give you a <laughs> shout this week i want to want to catch up with you and talk about boston when or lose he's on the booze that's that's for, <laughs> sure. that's for sure that's a hundred percent for sure <laughs> oh, I want to say thank you to Mr. Aaron Paul, our professional BBC broadcaster. Class, as always, mate. Thank you for all your help. I've known Aaron there uh, since about 2017 when, when we met him. Crazy, uh, isn't it? Love sports. Crazy, it's a long time. It's a long time, long time actually. Um, and it goes quickly. And you don't realise how quickly it goes. Um, so huge, huge thank you, Aaron. And of course, the final notorious man himself. I love him a bit, Sari Warren. Big thank you, H. It's always good to have you on the show. And your contrary opinions. Well, down, people, people react to they, they, they love to they love to love to hate you, love or hate to love you or something. I don't know what the word. I, I don't know. I feel like it's uh, people don't <laughs> realise I'm really not this caricature when they meet me. They expect me. To, I love it when they all expect me to be like this this mad person. Foaming at the me. mouth. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Like, and it is. It's, it's, I will. I will turn around and say this. I'm quite calm away from this. Like I will have a conversation with you, and not scream. I don't know what this is. It just sort of it's brings the, the worst world. out of me. Well, yeah, the maybe the world, maybe the worst. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just the. Um, I don't know. I only do it because I care. I think that's. I think that's. It's not done for um, monetary gain. Dr- dr- dramatic. Like, no, no, no money in it, mate. I'm afraid. No. <laughs> yeah. That's. <it. laughs> I've we're, not already... Arsenal, we're not Arsenal fan TV. Not fan TV. Oh God, no, no. That, that was another thing we did uh, this season. Go that podcast. But anyway, um, I've thanked all the guests on the show. Many, many different voices. Um, too numerous to mention, but each and every one of them, I want to say thank you, and thank you to you too, dear listener. Without whom, none of this would be worthwhile. So thank you all. Um, that's it for the summertime. We will be back we'll with Jed Wallace. <laughs> Jed Wallace. Thank you, Jed, oh, thank Wallace. Jed Wallace. Thank you, Jed Wallace, for uh, making, making the last five years very enjoyable. Thank you very much. Well, we will miss him. Big thank you to Jed Wallace. Um, wherever you go, I'll, whatever you do, mate, I'll, wish you I'll well. I'll be honest, Nick. I had a, um, a little moment with him after the game. Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we've grown to to be you know friends. like friends yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to say friends oh yeah I don't want to because that's what's going to happen people tweet like, oh, there's no one uh, listening no one listening me genuinely one of the loveliest people you ever meet in your life yeah you know um he's obviously joined me on on 72 plus my, my podcast on five live and he is loved by everyone there like you you will never meet someone who doesn't like him always enthusiastic Turns up every time on time on the button. That's does a big deal. Prep. That's a big deal. I mean, having does seen his prep, Nick. You know, yeah. you do seen somebody inside of your trade. That's that's unusual. And that's that's yeah. that's gold dust. Like, does his prep? He is so. You know, he'll message me the day before. Right, what we're we talking about tomorrow? Can we do this? Can we do? And I'm like, wow, like this is someone yeah. who's interested. You know, this season he's branched out and done co-commentary with us on Five Live. 
yeah. the guy after football is going to be a media star because he's just he's very honest he's funny he's quick he's sharp he's he's great you know real family man and um it was quite emotional when he came over yesterday and you know you know he was emotional as well and we had a little bit of a cuddle I'm not going to lie, you know, it was like one of them ones. It was a bit of a bro, a bro hug. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was quite emotional after the game like I don't know, I just felt a bit sad because you know, he's he's been so influential while I've sort yeah. of, you know yeah. followed him with you guys and yeah. Is he's, he's he's just he's just an absolute legend and whatever happens, I think everyone wishes him well, you know. Absolutely. Wish him well wherever he goes, whatever he does. I think you're right. I, I mean, you can kind of hear it in a player when they've got that media potential. I think you're right. Post-footballing career, you can see him taking off. So um, he's always welcome on the show anytime. I think we'll have him at some point. Huge thank you to everyone. Thank you, listeners. And until, well, July, July the 30th, not that long away, we'll be back then. And otherwise, we'll be popping up on odds and sods through the summertime. Till then. Arrivederci, Mimo, and bye for now. You have been listening to Achtung, Millwall. Please do leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Danke schon. Up the lines. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.